You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn, you're your host down at NSU um, with Mr. Noah Elias, uh, Stars and Stripes Company. Um, man, really appreciate you taking the time out to be on the podcast. This yeah, is, uh, you know, I, not being an American, but like being an Oklahoman, just kind of seeing the stuff that you do and kind of knowing the people that you've got your product in front of. Right. It's a huge deal. Very um, patriotic. Very. But like the product speaks for itself. Absolutely. You know, like there's a lot of people who, I mean, everybody in the States, I think it's the, the States is the most patriotic country I have ever been at and been to or seen. Um, and, you know, to have a product like the flags that you make be so good, it just, you know, it just makes sense, right? It's not just like, you know, everyone sees the kids' palettes that they sell for five bucks or whatever that they make out of it, you know, right. they, you know and that's kind of like, oh, cool, you know, raising money. But these are like legit pieces of art that you sell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we get into exactly what it is that you sell, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's the story? Kind of how, you know, how do you get to where you are now? So Stars and Stripes Company is actually an accident. Um, yeah. I'm in medical supply. I've been doing medical sales for almost 10 years now. But when I first got into it, my uncle got me a job. Um, he had just purchased a piece of land with an old barn. Mm-hmm. And above this entryway, he's like, man, it would look really cool if there was, like, a flag right there of some kind. Yeah. So I went online, and I was going to buy it. I mean, I have no woodworking skills whatsoever. Um, I grew up on a ranch, so I am handy, but no woodworking background. I couldn't find anything online that wasn't made in China or, yeah. like you said, looked like just a pile of it's crap. Pile. Pile of yeah. Wood. yeah. So... There's a couple of guys on like YouTube showing how to do something, some flag stuff, and within about two months, me just kind of messing around, I figured it out, yeah. and I made him a flag. Um, he took that flag, he put it in his barn, obviously, and a couple of his buddies came to me and asked me if I could make one. So I put it up on Facebook, and I started getting more requests, and I was like, maybe this is something. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just went from there. I mean, if you went back and looked at the first flag we make, it's nothing compared to what we make now. Yeah. It's just constantly progressed where it is now. But uh, it's definitely kind of cool to see how much has changed. And that's been two years, three years, um, yeah. where we really went from, okay, we're going to step this up. Yeah. So, so when did you make that first flag? First flag is about mm, five years ago. Yeah. But, you know, we were... Like, you and I talked outside the podcast. You know, I was so I was working two jobs and going to school and doing the flag thing. And I was also competing in bodybuilding that I just mm-hmm. really didn't see making wooden flags as a business. So it wasn't until, like, you know, I was just making these on the side for extra money. And it was cool. Yeah. And it was kind of like the golf thing. is something you can just get your head out of the right. game for a little bit. But, yeah, so about five years ago. And then for the past two years, we've really been hitting this on the head. Yeah. I guess you kind of like get to a stage where you're like, I'm either going to really do something with this or it's just, why am I wasting my time with it? Right. And it's a full bore side hustle. Like it's, uh, it's to the point where it's blending into weeks and weekends are no longer weekends or extended weekdays. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's what happens like when you start your own business right you don't have saturdays or sundays no you just kind of can that's just it's just another day what right. am i doing today exactly. okay i don't have to go to my nine to five like you know you you're a medical sales okay now what do i do with my time and then like i said you, you have this product that now you've perfected right that you right. go and and you know you have all these other ideas the different sizes how do we make it better how do we scale or whatever exactly. it is like and uh, you know it's it's awesome to see what you've done especially if you've gone at it hard for two years and now you you know you where, where you are now um you know some of the people you have it in front of like i said you know you're a friend with randall pitch yes. um you know uh, andy and sal frazella first form you have it in front of them and ryan mickler as well the art of man and yeah. all these other people like these are people with huge followings joe rogan you just mentioned you know joe rogan has one like it's sitting at the comedy store waiting on it. Yeah, him. like, <laughs> it'll get to his place. But, yeah. like, you know, these these are huge people. Like, this is not just, like, back, you know, just, oh, I just made one for my uncle in the barn and that's it, right? I made some for my friends. Like, oh, it's cool. Like, would do you ever think you were going to get to this? No, not at all. And that's what, when I decided, hey, I'm going to do this, um, I took a different route than a lot of other people do. Mm-hmm. I just started, because I didn't have the money for marketing. Like I said, I was working two jobs, going to school full time. And then when I finally landed my first job, it was okay money, but it wasn't, you know, enough for me to go, Hey, I'm going to go put $10,000. Right, exactly. So I just really perfected my craft and I took really good pictures that could show my craft mm-hmm. and I sent them to people with really large followings I said, Hey, would you want one of these? That's it. Yeah. I didn't ask for anything in return. And then, you know, like Bedro, Andy Frisella led to Bedros Koulian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bedros Koulian is one of the coolest people in the world if you ever get a chance to meet him. Right. And he has like all the fitness clubs. He owns right? Fit Body Bootcamp. Okay. But um, he kind of helped me out, brought me in, introduced me to a lot of people. But now he has flags in almost a lot, of, a lot of his gyms right now. We're working on getting more. But it's just networking. Yeah. And that's what I really buckled down on was networking. What can I offer somebody mm-hmm. and not get back in return? And now people are like, wow, this is an amazing product. And they're telling people about my product without yeah. me asking them to do so. Yeah. It's like that the the best marketing ever, right? You're just giving oh, yeah. stuff away for free or whatever it is. You've just got to get it to them, make it and get it to them. And I think it's probably hard initially to think, oh, you know, like I don't want anything back. But I really do, but I don't. I can't say that I want anything you back. You do want something back, right? Like from an early, from early stages, you know, you're like, I really wouldn't. You know, you, you, it's. I, I bet it's really hard to be patient. It's hard to be patient, but this is also this isn't like that gift that you just give somebody you bought from the store, right? This is something right. you know in your heart and in your mind that this is a really good product, and someone's mm-hmm. gonna go, "Holy shit! Look yeah. at this! How'd you do this? Tell me more about this." And they're going to want to talk about it. Yeah. And when you have that confidence in your product and your craft, you know it's going to spread like a wildfire eventually. You just got to take the time. Yeah. So what was it like when you started, like, getting, you know, floodings of orders in? Because I guess, is it you? How many people do you have? So it's been me from day one, but I have a group of guys that helps me when I need it. Um, Our first big, big order was 210 flags in one order. Wow. And that was, we completed that about eight months ago. So we were doing okay before then. You yeah. Know, we were doing flags um, every week and doing well every month. And now after that order, you know, I kind of want to go hide in a hole for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we did 210. We got that done 
in six months. That was for a company out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They have an annual golf tournament every year, and um, they give these flags to the people that are involved in the company that oh, show up to the cool. golf tournament. So they've done Yetis and shotguns, and this year they want to do that. So after that order is like, hold on. We actually could be doing this a lot. Yeah. And you're in real estate. I mean, we're working with real estate agents where every time they sell a house, right. we get an email, we make a flag, and we ship it to the customer's door. Yeah. So now we're, um, I'm kind of taking a back seat right now. I've hired some people to help me out with marketing and mm-hmm. all this fun stuff. But uh, really just kind of understanding where we can take this is the, yeah. the next real step. I yeah. mean, that's in getting back to what you said, like, it's hard because this is a handmade product. This isn't something that we're using a CNC machine or something that makes it for us. We're legit taking each piece of wood, cutting it down, staining mm-hmm. it, sanding it, spraying it, burning it. This is all done by hand, step by step. So if we want to be successful and we want to be around for a long time, we have to understand that we can't take on 210 flags every single month. Right. We have to build the infrastructure first. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, the product is so good, you don't want to take away from how good that product is. You know, because you have one pissed-off customer, one customer that sees your friend's one, and they get one, and they're like, oh, it's not as good. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Like hey, this looks you know, exactly like yours. Right, you know, that. and you have, yeah. like, 210 to make. Like, it takes a lot of time to do that. Oh, Absolutely. But after, you know, fulfilling that order, I'm sure you were like, I can do this. Like, we can do this. This yeah. can be done. It's like that first kind of test, I guess, right? You get that first one, you're like, oh, are we going to do this? Then you do it, and like, oh, this is fine. Like, now you just, you're just you onto the next level. It just opens your eyes a little bit, right? It just takes that glass ceiling away. And puts yeah, we you got to drive through the mud for sure. Yeah. So how big are the flags? So our first original flags that we came out with were 37 by 20. That's just what we made. Mm-hmm. That's what the one I gave to my uncle. And then we stepped it up a notch, and we made 60 by 32. Yeah. Um, and then now we have what's called a half flag, and it's at 37 by 9, so it's just okay. half the flag. And then we have another flag that's 18 by 9. Yeah. And that's one that rests on tables and bookshelves. It's actually pretty heavy. That kind of stacks, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So we're coming out with a lot more. Um, we're going to come out with a really big one. I think it's like 8. 80 or 90 inches long. Yeah. So it'll be exciting to see. That's awesome. Yeah. I say it's cool, but then I'm going to regret it. You're like, I got to ship it. this thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Get a semi truck. Yeah, exactly. You see one of those kind of glass trucks that just carry glass all around the nation. You're yeah, like, yeah, my flags are on the side probably of that. Probably going to happen in some way or another. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about the process. Like, how, how does it, you know, from how has the process evolved from that first one that you made? But also, you know, like, this is a quality product, it's handmade. What is, you know, step by step, what's the process of making one of these flags? Um, well, I first, I really did a lot of, like, research of what people were doing when I first started making these. And when I first started this, what I was doing is really similar to what everybody else was doing, which was taking wood, assembling it together, painting it, and then painting on stars or just carving in stars. Right. And I said, I'm not going to get anywhere doing this. I mean, I'm at least not going to stand out. So... Now we take the wood, we cut it down, and we hand chisel each piece, which what looks makes it look like it's been around for 150 years. Yeah. Um, after that, we stain it, we assemble it, we hand carve the stars in there, we'll burn it, and then we seal it with a sealer that you can put it outside. You mm-hmm. can spray it with a hose, and the water just beads right off. And that's really that's really it. But yeah. I mean, those steps 
that I talk about just take a long time. Right, like how long it's is that process? Done. I'm to the point now where I can probably knock out five, six flags a day. Okay. But I've had guys that come in there, and they're struggling with doing one flag in one day. Right. So it's just, but I've been doing this nonstop. You yeah. Know? So it's it's hard to scale this because I have to have guys that are dedicated that really want to understand how to do this craft and learn and that's the frustrating part about growing. Yeah. That's why we're coming it's out of the products. You have a standard, right? Yeah. You know, you have a standard you've got to keep to. Exactly. And no one's going to work harder on this business than you, and I'm sure it's really hard to see. Like, that goes hey, for every yeah, business, yeah. Yeah, you want them to work as hard or even harder than you do, right? That, that's You that's, want them to have the same passion, goal. right? That's a goal, right? Yeah, you want to have them to have the same passion in it as you do, right? which is really hard to get because, like I said, they're an employee. But at the same time, like, this is a product that's – it's not just a flag. It means so much more than just, hey, it's just, you know, the flag that goes on the wall. Right. Like, it's going to mean so much more to, and everybody uh, probably has a different meaning to it. Everyone, like, remembers something. Like, it might be, you know, a remembrance for someone or, like, military or whatever it is. And I'm not of military background, but mm-hmm. um business partner of mine and a lot of people that um, we involve in this company are all active military or mm-hmm. veterans or first responders. But that's what we're working towards right now, is even though I'm not in the military, I grew up around military personnel and all that stuff. So we're going to get to the point where we're going to give back to the military community. And we want to give back to families of fallen warriors mm-hmm. and first responders, because the last thing you want to worry about when right. someone passes is bills. So we're moving to that point right now, and we've reached out to the right people that's going to show us how to do that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, when this gets put on the wall, even if you're not connected to any military at all you know at some point in this company that Sergeant Stripes Go is helping those families and you purchasing a flag you're helping those families right. as well yeah yeah it's definitely going to affect a lot more people than just yeah. the person who's bought that flag absolutely yeah so outside of I guess your uncle um who is like the person for you that when they got a flag you were like this is like I've made it like this is it I don't think that's happened for me yet. Not yet? Not yet. Who is that person? I'm not really sure. You know, it's, I never really, when I first started doing this, I never really thought like, oh, I'm going to get it in one hand. Yeah. Joe Rogan's probably a big one. Um, He's a mecca on all aspects of everything, you know, but um, I don't know. I got my hand, uh, flags and a couple hands of like MLB players. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, you know, big podcast guys. I was like, that's pretty cool. But now it's just like. I think I get the most excited when it's just your average Joe and they're like, wow, yeah, this is cool. Like I, because you know, like these podcast guys and all that stuff, they get cool stuff all the time. Right. And it's really cool when they say, Hey, this is awesome. I don't have anything like it. But when someone buys it with their hard earned money and yeah. this is what sticks out in their house, that's cool to me. Like that's mm-hmm. what gives me the warm bubbly feeling inside and knowing that I can keep getting those all the time. It's yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. that's really what it is. Because, uh, I mean, these other guys that have the money to buy it. Right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Like I said, you have people who, like I said, they get stuff given to them all the time. Right. Um, and even though they, the cool stuff they get, like I said, they will share it if they think it's worth that and they love it. Uh, and obviously they will because the product's awesome. But, you know, like, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying there. Because, you know, you, it's going to mean so much more to someone who's been on three tours in Afghanistan oh, yeah, that's, that's come awesome. back you know and like they get that like and it's you know what, what does that mean to you well like it's 
it means everything. Like it's on the wall in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, not in a podcast studio with all the other stuff like Absolutely. Joe Rogan's sword and this <laughs> yeah. torch with Elon Musk or right, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Is there anyone that like that you've met from doing this that really stands out? I'm sure there's so many stories of people like that you've met and you, you know, just ask them why do you want this and they give you. I mean, a lot of really influential people. I mean, um, you know, Randall's a big mm-hmm. one. Bedros is an even bigger one just because Bedros uh, got my head on the right track of where business was. And he actually brought me to one of his masterminds as a guest. So if you're not familiar with what a mastermind is, it's basically just a big group of really successful, influential people that all sit in a room and do a month-by-month basis, and you talk about one topic. And the people that are successful on that topic, they elaborate. Um, When I went down there, it was online marketing and how to really grow your business. And it was crazy because that's where I was like at standstill. I was like, I don't, you know, I got the product. I'm good with people, Mm -hmm. but how do I deliver that? And he sat down with me and showed me exactly how to do that. And the people around him showed me how to do that. So Bedros is definitely one of those people for me. And you guys probably shared an instant bodybuilding connection too. Yeah, we went. Right? Uh, yeah, he uh, took me to his gym. He's got a really cool gym down there, and we shot videos and stuff like that too. So yeah, really cool. Just yeah. connect right away. Yeah, definitely. Because like, I'm in the middle of my uh, 75 hard challenge. Have you done that yet? No, my marketing guy's doing it. Oh, I'm like <laughs> today's day nine. Um, by the time this goes out, you got a long road. I have a long road, <laughs> but like the first few days, like so. Those of you listening, you don't know what it is. Basically, it's two 45-minute workouts a day, one has to be outside, mm-hmm. no cheap meals, a gallon of water a day, which is, that's fine for me. Read, yeah, read 10 pages of a self-help book, that's okay, um, and take a progress picture. Uh, and I'm a golfer, so I have the whitest body ever and, like, yeah. the worst golf time. Um, but, yeah, nine days in, like, after three days, I had the sugar shakes because I didn't, I didn't don't, you know, had no caffeine, no sugar. I was just like, this so is miserable. you caffeine on No, I, I am, but, like, after three days, it was just, like, I, I just I felt terrible like full detox of body I just felt so bad so everyone's doing these like 75 hours like when yeah. I did bodybuilding mm-hmm. I was like man I did that for a year yeah yeah right like you did that like, <laughs> that's, was, that was like, normal but before the 4th of July you know I just I haven't been doing bodybuilding now for three years I just try to stay in shape yeah and now I'm actually doing like flexibility stuff and Muay Thai but before we went to the 4th of July I noticed, I was like, man, carbs really aren't doing anything to me other than making me feel, like, full and nasty. Yeah. So um, I did 12 days without carbs and sugar, and I felt like a little, like a baby, man. Yeah. I was just, like, dying. I was complaining the whole time. <laughs> and then Your body's got, eating itself. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. felt miserable. So, yeah, like, the shakes, like, yeah. just, like, bad mood, kind of just real tired. But uh, we went down for – we got there the 4th of July in Texas. Yeah. The first thing I did was crack a beer, and I felt amazing. <laughs> it's like, I feel so <laughs> Instant good. carbs. So I know how you feel, but yeah. my marketing guy's doing that, and they're, they just – I think they're on 73. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my and last then they're doing day. phase two. Yeah, which looks crazy too, looks right? Awful. 30 days of it. But yeah, I'm not my, doing my last day, I think if I if I timed it right – I timed it wrong, actually, but my last day is – OSU homecoming. So day seventy five is OSU versus Baylor in Stillwater. That homecoming. Tons of really good food down there. There is, and it's my last day. It's day seventy five, so I can't drink or eat anything until the end of the day, right? Really? Like it should be day seventy six would have been perfect to do that day, right? Because that'd have been great. Go out, have beers, eat fuzzies, or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, you know, well, you know, anything, right? Oklahoma Joe's get a yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, cheese fries or whatever it is, but no. No, that's good. No. That's my test. Is the Are you last gonna wake day. up and still water the next day though? 
Possibly, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There won't be anybody right. on the streets. Yeah, exactly. Food. Oh, so that, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. But um, was bodybuilding something you just kind of got into as a young age? Bodybuilding, um, so I wasn't very big growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was average height and all that stuff, but like muscle mass, like starting on football teams, it wasn't really very big. And it was really frustrating because yeah. I love playing. But uh, my junior, going from my sophomore to junior year, I lived 30 minutes away from the school I was at. I didn't have a car, and my mom and dad worked in the summer, so I didn't have a way to get there. Um, and we had summer football camps mm-hmm. and baseball camps. Two and a days had, and all the rest you, you of had it. to be there to be on the team, and there was no way for me to be there. I'd be able to get there every now and then. Yeah. But my coach was like, listen, just work out as hard as you can. And he gave me all the playbooks, um, all that stuff. And when you come back for school, you know, we'll do all the stuff. We'll, we'll keep you on the team. Yeah. And that's not how it worked out. Uh, they got, like, a new coach and all this stuff, and they didn't accept me on the team. Yeah. So it pissed me off enough that all I did was just lived in the gym. Yeah. And uh, I ended up graduating bigger than most of the kids on the football team. I think when that happened, I was, like, one – 70-ish, I graduated like 225 from high school. Jeez. So they were asking me yeah. to come back to play on the football team. I said no, but I ended up playing rugby. Yeah. So I started playing rugby. I know a lot about that. Yeah. yeah. I played for uh, Jinx and then Tulsa Men's and played a little bit for OSU when I went up there. And then, you know, I was already pretty big. So I just had buddies that were doing bodybuilding telling me I should do it and started yeah. doing it. Yeah. And I love it, man. I've, yeah. I've been doing it kind of my whole life, but never seriously. So when you went serious, you, like, competed and did, like— Yeah, I did men's physique. Okay. So I did—I won all the shows here, went to Chicago, got my ass handed to me, and I said, ah, this isn't worth <laughs> did it. Did you get up there and think these guys are just a different the, size? Like it what? was—so men's physique is a new thing. Okay. And basically, that's men wearing board shorts and not wearing the bikinis. Got you. Um, and it's more of, like, the taper and the look. Like, you look really fit, but you're still pretty big compared to the average guy. Okay. And when Men's Physique rolled out, all the failed bodybuilders that weren't winning <laughs> just put board shorts on, and they didn't know what they were looking for yet. Yeah. So they're just like, "Ah, oh, he's big, he wins." Right. And I remember getting spray tan. My wife was outside um, the hallway. Yeah. And this guy comes in, massive human being. I mean, massive. Cracking the sidewalk. I'm sitting yeah. here going, "What am I doing?" And uh, so his coach comes up and goes, "Hey, I talked to the judges. You got it in the back." I was like, what's this about? This is yeah. this is Nat- Chicago National. So I was yeah. like, this is a big show. You know, a lot of these guys are going for their pro card, and if they're not getting this, they're going to the next show to get the pro card. That guy won overall. He won everything. So politic-wise, it, yeah. it yeah. kind of made it seem a little sketchy. So I was like, and this is when I was working two jobs and going to school and really betting on a dream that right. I had. You took time out to be in Chicago. I spent a lot of money, yeah. and I didn't have any money. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not doing something that's rigged. Right. And so I just started you know, putting my hand in other systems. But it was fun. It teaches you discipline. Like, once you get done with the 75 hard, you're going to go, okay, I yeah. get it. I understand. I know my, and you know your body so much better. Right, because I've never done anything like that. Or never like oh, every challenge I tried, I've never done it. I've always kind of failed it. I'm just like oh, never mind. Like I'm a golfer, right? So I've never really been. I'm kind of tall and kind of skinny. I've never really looked huge or had well, big you're, muscles. You're gonna right? realize your body wants to keep you from being hurt at all costs. Okay. So starving yourself or doing something uncomfortable, doing those two workouts a day, your your body's gonna say no. Your yeah. brain, however, it wants to say. You don't need this. Go inside. It's cool inside. Yeah. Go grab a sandwich. You know? But you break that. 
and then you really understand you know yourself right like you know you know a year from now you're gonna know by doing the 75 hard how you can improve yeah it's really cool yeah you just stick to it yeah it's kind of like i'm just, all for people doing that kind right of stuff. i'm just kind of taking one day at a time right now but there's been so like all you the, can't do uh, right over the last nine days i've been like like we went to i went to this event it was cookies and cocktails for the girls oh girl scout gosh. cookies it was like my third day it was a girl scout cookie benefit event and it's cookies and cocktails yeah. and i'm just like yeah i'll take a bottle of water please and just yeah. gonna walk around right uh, and I've just been sampling the best chicken salads in Oklahoma City because, like, I like finding a place that does chicken salad. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. Or Caesar salad. I'm like, okay, it's not as good as that I'll place. To, and I'm just like, that's kind of like my little game inside it. I have finding to use my, some of my tricks I used to, like, yeah. tease my brain. So I used to make, like, uh, I take protein powder uh-huh. and uh, I'd take frozen blueberries and then I'd melt down coconut oil and I'd pour it on top of the frozen blueberries okay. and they'd freeze so it makes it like kind of crackling. And then I'd take Truvia, sprinkle it on top and add that protein powder on top and you eat it. It tastes like you're eating something you're not supposed oh. to be eating, but it's it's all in your yeah. macros and all that. Right. So there's stuff like that yeah. that you can just get away with. I'm gonna have to stop it's doing that. It's not the same No, as but a piece it's of like, cake, it tricks but the brain, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're yeah. satisfied for a time. Cause there's been times like, it's, it's kind of, most of the time it's like just before bed, I'm like, need something i'm just like water doesn't taste like anything like i need to uh, and it's just been that recently that's kind of like the crazy time but no it's uh the two workouts today like i've been walking i go to the gym and then the second one i just walk with a four, uh, 20 pound vest and go to walk up for 45 minutes that's, good. that's fun the first time i did that sucked <laughs> but now i'm kind of getting used to it um but yeah it's it's gonna be fun it's a challenge like i said it's gonna you know Improve, what's, what's your overall goal at the end of this? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to gain muscle mass? You just, you just, I'm just it. doing it. Like I, mental I'm, toughness. Yeah, like I weigh 185. Like right. I, when, when I got, I've lost 15 pounds since I got no married. Kidding. I, yeah, when you, when you get married, you get fat, right? Well, I did anyway. Uh, so I'm I was guilty. like, I was like, I almost hit 200, and I was like, uh, this is not good. Like, we need to do something about it. Right. Yeah. So I kind of shot, you know, just kind of, I ran the Oklahoma City Marathon last year. Uh, and I did it this for the first time and I did it this year. Um, and I kind of lost a bit of weight from just running, doing that. And then to try, just try and maintain it. Because when you're in college and you play college golf, you walk everywhere. Right. We don't, when you graduate, you don't want to walk a golf course for the rest of your life. You've right. walked 36 holes a day too many times. You want yep. to jump in that golf yep. cart and just have fun there and drink beer and have a good time. <laughs> so that's what happened. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much of a goal. Just get stay where I'm at, and you know, just see if I can. The main thing is to, just to finish it. Yeah, and then finish I it. Go from there. But yeah. for me, it's more of just the mental side of like completing a challenge, and then how can that benefit me in the future of other? It doesn't have to be a fitness. It can be just getting something done. I know that the guys that are doing it right now, so like they're kind of similar mm-hmm. in a sense, but they do have goals that they want to try to hit. So one of his is muscle mass. And it makes it better, I guess. Like okay. It helps your mind a little yeah, bit because yeah, yeah. you can go, hey, I went up on the scale, and you might be thinking that's bad, but you're like, my arm's feeling a little bit right. bigger. And then you're going, okay, this is actually working versus just trying to hang through it. Yeah. So I would recommend if I'll I was just to, you, yeah. just, just we'll have to talk about that. Find yeah. like one thing that you actually would like to get out of it besides the mental yeah. toughness and just like keep checking off that box. Yeah, definitely. I'll right. end up I'll end up looking like uh Arnold. No, what's the guy's name? <laughs> oh, it's gonna the the black guy's name who's had double heart surgery. What's his name? He's out of California, he's out of Compton. C T? Yes. So if you come out sidewalk cracking like CT Fletcher, I'm gonna end up doing this thing too. <laughs> yeah, because he's huge. No, yeah. I love that guy. His videos are hilarious, and yeah, 
double heart surgery yeah. to be doing what he's doing is crazy. Yeah. But um, back to, I guess we should bring this probably back to what, you know, what the main thing is about is about your business. Um, so you said you have a business partner and now you're starting to help, get more help and stuff like that and scaling it. How, I'm sure you've had difficulties in scaling it and keeping the same standard of product, right? Mm. How do you, what's the plans on that in the future and, you know, I mean, the future is to get this in the house of every single house in the States, obviously. Right, to, to an like, extent. To, yeah, but like, um, so where, where do you go from here? Where's the have, next level? We haven't had problems scaling it. Mm -hmm. um, we're scared of scaling it to an extent because, if, like I said before, if I had 210 flags every single month, yeah, you're right. The it just probably wouldn't be the same product. You don't have a life. Your wife hates you. The kid's yeah, not going to see you. Something like, like that. Well, yeah. that and like it, it would just lose. There wouldn't be as much time dedicated to each flag. Okay. So where we're going from here is Stars and Stripes Company, just the name in itself, can represent just about everybody in America. Yeah. Um, black, white, liberal, Republican, wherever you stand, mm -hmm. we live in this nation together, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what we want to do. We want to build a brand around Stars and Stripes Company that also makes pretty kick-ass flags, too. Right. So we're going to come out with, you know, all of our T-shirts already being made as we speak, um, hats, clothes, all that stuff mm -hmm. is going to be there. But we're also going to be pushing canvas stuff. So for those of you that say, man, that's a really cool flag, but I'm not going to spend that kind of money on that. How much are they? So they go from our half flag, start at 175 and then our most expensive right now is 600 But okay. if you want custom work to any of those flags, it's usually 50 to 100 so it can okay. go all the way up to $700. Yeah. But... We're coming out with canvas pieces too. So, you know, really high quality flags on canvas that look just as cool as our wood ones, mm -hmm. but it's canvas. Yeah. And, you know, we can capture that audience and give guys something a little bit cheaper. And for how you make those, you just scan the images of a right. flag that yeah. you've already made. Correct. Okay. And they can be any size, right? Yeah, they can be yeah. any size. We're, we're, I think the first one we're going to try to make is a 60-inch one, so it's like <laughs> the biggest one. But, yeah. you know, that will probably be 100 bucks or something, whatever that cost is okay. versus $600. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a difference. And you still got a really kick-ass piece for your living room or your room because, it, it's. I mean, this is really high-quality stuff that we're using. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like you're just kind of mailing it in, sending a picture to a company no, and they're sending it out. No, like to you. Uh, we printed out these uh, pictures. We're just messing around, and you can see, like, if you look at the flag, a real flag, at close, you can see all like the grain marks and stuff on that picture. You can see the exact same oh, that's thing. That's so cool. It's insane. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so that's the direction really cool. we're going. More products, cheaper options, and then really uh, lassoing what we think is you know, a brand around America's culture. Right. So. Yeah, it's it's to market America, it's I mean you you have a it's a great time. It is yeah, it's, it is a great time. Everybody right. wants to be a patriot and whether you like Trump or you don't, you yeah. really spark something that shows who really supports America. And right. then even I think if he doesn't make this election and he's not in office, you know, um, there's still gonna be those that are like, Hey, I'm a patriot. Right. I'm an American. Still, yeah. This is who I am. So it's just a really good time. It's an interesting time in America right now, too. It's, it's very really, interesting. Gotta be careful what you say. Yeah. And, you know, so this is kind of our opportunity to tell everybody who we are. Right. And kind of unite everybody and say, hey, like, this is a reason to just, you know, we this is this is our flag. Yeah. Right? This is just regardless of what side you're on, like, this is the flag that we live under and then we all live under it. Absolutely. Uh, have you thought about doing, like, state stuff? 
We do. You currently. do? Okay. Um, some of the states out there are really complex. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they flags. are. <laughs> yeah. But we, um, yeah, we've done a lot of Texas flags. Yeah. Um, we've gotten some requests for California, Arizona. Um, so, yeah, we're, we've got the Arizona flag in the works right now. Okay. And uh, we're doing stuff like that. But right now, like I said, we're trying to figure all Just this other stuff. Yeah. 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 What What about, is there anything that you, you want to get into that you haven't quite got into yet? As far as just products or anything, or I mean, where the where the company, I guess, not yet. Um, go. I think like you're saying, like state flags, we'd like to get into like football teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, purchase because you did the was it Clemson? We did Clemson, and yeah. that was just as a request, like a custom flag. Yeah. I can't actually put that on the website and sell it because you got to purchase like a NCAA yeah, license, which is thousands, right? I don't think it's very much. Okay. We're looking into it, but we're gonna do like OSU, OU, you know, all those teams, Texas. Yeah. So we'll get there, too. It's just, uh, yeah, time and money. Right. So, like, the 10-year down the road, you'll have yeah. every school ready those to go. Those will probably be sooner than later. Okay. Yeah, because we already got a lot of people asking about those. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, was the Clemson one for the, for the team? The Clemson one that we made four of them, that was for that Atlanta Gaslight. Okay, I got you. And that's, I mean, if you guys, like, have a request that you want something, I mean, we've done all types of custom work. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a school. I mean, you could just put on their dad on the flag. Whatever you want to put yeah. on there, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. So. But it's just the, the special part is the process that, that you do and that you have and all the way handmade. that it's made. Yep, yep, yeah. all handmade. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because they're really, you know, like from the pictures, like I said, I haven't seen one in person, but from the pictures, they look like amazing. Yeah, the only like, one I had at the shop right now is 60 by 32. I don't think they'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think trolley that one. Yeah, either. exactly. Yeah, just gonna show, just gonna show this to a few people. Exactly. <laughs> Where do you think that one's gonna go? That one's already purchased. Okay. That one will be shipped out probably in the next day or two. Okay. To I think West Virginia. Yeah. So we have. We're, we've almost had purchases in every state, almost. Our number ones are Texas and California that are purchasing flags. Okay. Have you had any overseas yet? Yeah. Yeah, we've shipped one, a couple to the U.K., uh, Spain. Um, I want to say Ireland, but it's not Ireland. It's somewhere over there. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we've had We're a going few. on Air Force bases and, and bases yeah, and stuff like Canada. that. Uh, yeah. So the problem with, like, shipping it to, like, bases is when you ship somebody at a base something, it usually goes to a P.O. box. Oh, uh, yeah, you're not getting that in a P.O. box. The, like when you go to FedEx or UPS, they're like, listen, this is not going to fit in a 4x4 yeah. four four P.O. box. So you have to ask the soldier if he knows anybody locally, you can ship it to him. Okay. Or if he gets, gets a very rare permission, that he can ship it to the base, which is normally never accepted. Yeah. So... Yeah, that must be really hard to do that. Yeah, because we have tons of families like, oh, I'd love to buy this for my son. You know, he's stationed, yada, you yeah. know, wherever. And, like, yeah, it's probably, you might just hold on to it until he gets home. Until he gets home, yeah. I, I'm sure it would be really cool just to see one, like, you know, on a couple of the bases, wherever it is. We, you know. yeah, we have, um, we have a few guys, active guys that are doing that for us right now. Like taking trying, them over. Trying to get them in bases. Yeah. I'm not going to drop anything yet because we're still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you go with it? No, I wouldn't. No. This is something for them. I usually try not to yeah. get involved very much and let them kind of do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, just to be over there and I'll, go to Afghanistan, Iraq, or whatever it is, and take that over, that would be pretty cool that'd to present. Cool. I guess it would be cool to present it to someone that if you'd be, be there. That would be cool, yeah. We have yeah. some in, like, state capitals. Like, we have a few 
in Oklahoma. I just got up there. Okay. A couple of guys up there have them in their office. And then Georgia, we're shipping some up there, too. So Yeah. And then you have one in the White House. Yeah, hopefully soon. That yeah. would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That Trump, would be legit, actually. <laughs> Trump just did um, something where he had all these American, small American businesses that are all made here in America, uh-huh. all to the White House. Like, I think there's like 100 different businesses. Yeah. Yeah, so that would have been cool. I didn't know about it until Didn't get out of invite? No, I think you had to apply for it. Okay. And um, they, like, had a team that looked and see, but no, I didn't know that they were even doing that until yeah. afterwards. So what gets you, you know, you, you still work full time, right? This is not just, like, this is all you do. Like, you, you actually have a job and you have commitments and, and stuff like that. What gets you to kick the job? That's a good question. I mean, I love being in medical because I like to help people. Yeah. I like doing this because I know at the end of the day, at some point, it's going to help people. Um, I think when this is completely taking over my life, that's what kicks it, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like I've got to manage a team of guys that are always at the shop or um, I'm constantly living on the computer or traveling, which it's gotten pretty close a couple times. Yeah. When we were doing that six-month venture I was like, do I really want to wait? Like, I, I'm here right now. It's one in the morning. I still probably got another hours of work. I get up five. Yeah. Do I really want to keep doing this? Do I want to kill myself, or do I want to focus down? And you know, it balances itself out. Right. So, I think once this is just like getting overwhelming, it's gotten close. It's not right now. Mm-hmm. So, leave it on cruise control. What What takes it to get close? Like with the big 200 orders, yeah, gets close. stuff like that. Where it's like that every single month, where it's just mass chaos, and yeah. you have a team of guys. And then, you know, once you get a team of guys, it kind of settles down. And that's the exciting thing about bringing those other products in because it's a whole different venture. Right. You get to kind of sit down and watch it grow without handcrafting T-shirts and right. that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you kind of drop. You can drop ship stuff and be like, Look, "This is the brand," and exactly. people then stand behind the brand more than than just the one product or the flag that right. you guys have, right? Like that's like the pinnacle product that you guys have, right? Right. Whereas, like, yeah, you have hats and T-shirts and stickers and yeah, I think you know, there, I'm sure there's going to be a shining light at some point where mm-hmm. I want to do something with my company and I can't because of my other job. Yeah. And at that moment is when I know I'm going to, you know, flip-flop it. Yeah. So that's that's what usually brings it all to fruition. Yeah. So. What does the wife think? Does she, like, ready for you to take the jump? No. I mean, she, my wife, um, she's going back to school. So it's nice having two incomes on my end, mm-hmm. you know. So she's able to take full advantage of that right now. Uh, she likes the flags. I mean, it's cool yeah. stuff. You know, when, <laughs> when I first started the company, we started out in my garage. Um, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't set the garage on fire. <laughs> yeah, I had like a nail gun and like, you know, all types of stuff going on in the middle of the night. And she's like, you're keeping us up. Like, what are you doing? And I just remember getting so excited when we first got our shop because I was yeah. like, we have a space now and I'm not going to keep her up. So it, it's really cool. Yeah. But and so she she's not looking for me to jump just yet. And you, you, you have a six-year-old daughter. She kind of probably is now getting it. around to like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, she wants to come in the shop and grab the hammer and the nails. Yeah. She grabs wood and starts coloring on them. And let's sell this one. This one, <laughs> I'm like, that one's going to do really well. Yeah. yeah. Do you have one? Has she made one yet? No, not yet. That would be really cool. Just yeah, to have it make one and keep it. We're going to do something. But she's like wanting to grab like the hard 
core power tools. I'm like, listen, I'm not about to be on CNN. Yeah, exactly. You know, handing something over to my kid to let them do and get hurt. So yeah, someone's uh, some news channel would eat that up. Oh, they they yeah. turn it political, oh, and then oh, yeah. that, would, that would be the end of it. Crazy dad. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Crazy dad who makes American flags. Not oh. so American. Yeah, <laughs> that, no, it would be on the news straight away. I saw um, some bringing up the news. I saw something on the news uh, a couple of days ago. It was, it's a high school football team selling raffle tickets, and if you in the raffle tickets you can win an AR or something. Right? That's awesome. It Sign is. Sign me up. Yes, yeah, so like most people, most schools have probably done that forever. Like if you want to buy a raffle, the raffle tickets are cheap too. And some news channel took it and, like, flipped it upside down. And I read every single, like, not every, but I read all the comments. And I, I was, I, it was worth my 30 minutes reading the comments because they were hilarious. And they're like, hey, when are you going to report real news and blah, blah, blah. And, like, do you have anything better to talk about than just, like, this, you know, this high school? They're raising money. They're well, doing a good thing. And who doesn't want that's what an AR channel. Bucks. I mean, even Facebook, like the yeah. uh, not to make this political, but no, yeah. but like you know, like the algorithms of yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Like if you, a lot of people thrive on negativity, yeah, and that's what they like to put in your face is negativity because they know you're going to interact with it, and mm-hmm. that's what the news does. You know, there's so many cool and awesome things going on every single day in the world. How often does it get reported? Yeah, that's but true. They report the things they know is going to spark something. Yeah. They're going to get a million more viewers because there's a lot of pissed off people. Yeah, that's true. Um, what well, you know, what's kind of the rest of the year look like for you? What's what? What do you have planned? And grinding, big? man. Yeah. So we're going through a whole phase um, right now where we're really understanding our market. Um, we've hired a team to uh, help us with marketing. Mm-hmm. We are going to double down on that, and we're working on our clothing. We're working on bettering the company mm-hmm. bringing everything together and tightening it up so who is like your ideal client because i mean if you're marketing to the entire america like who is our ideal client is anybody that's in america yeah but um a lot of women like to buy our flags for their husbands because most guys are gonna be like i can make that and then right. they never do it did that but shock you when you found that out first a little bit i yeah. mean i have a lot of male clients and they love them and usually once a guy buys it he ends up buying more and more versus a female just buys it specifically okay. for her husband or her brother or whatever yeah. it may be so yeah it's it's kind of interesting you see like i have return clients like i just see a last name i'm like damn he's buying another one like yeah. let's go come on so uh it's cool to see for sure yeah but yeah, we're just, we've got a good game plan and we're just executing mm-hmm. right now. And it's mostly, I guess, social media marketing and then obviously Correct. taking people to the website. Yeah, we're going to do, my goal once this is said and done, we really understand our market is I'm going to get some guys here locally and we're going to start doing trade shows. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really cool, you know, as you know, in Oklahoma City as yeah, well, yeah. there's a lot of cool trade shows where people sell art and then downtown um there's an art gallery we're gonna get some flags in and then we're just gonna keep doing stuff like that so i really would like at some point the tulsa and the okc community to know about stars and stripes and start giving these flags to police stations and firefighters and you know just like the capital guys in there and just people know about us right and they know that we have a community uh best intentions so yeah yeah because it's like i said you you grew up here right you went to school here like this is not like you know, even though it is about 
the stars and stripes flag like this is a you want to keep this a very oklahoma business and you Correct. keep the keep your roots i guess here yeah so the people around because i'm sure do you have many people in oklahoma that buy your stuff or is it more like we do you do yeah we but do. not as many as you'd like i guess just i mean i think that you know oklahoma and places like oklahoma texas they have a lot of handmade cool stuff. Like, okay. there just is. Yeah. But when you get out to California, it's pretty rare to see that stuff. Uh, so we would like more of it to be here. Mm-hmm. But from what we've seen and the customers telling us, like, we never see stuff like this. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. So California people love it. I mean, it's cool to see. Um, probably the prices for California aren't that expensive either. No. There's a lot like, of rich people in California. Yeah. They're like, oh, 600 bucks? No big <laughs> yeah, deal. No Give big me deal 10. Here. I know? like that first one on fire, and then I'll just buy another one. Yeah. That's, it's, it's a different world out there, isn't it? Because um, I, I know we spoke previously, your, your, your trip out there, you went out to see Randall and figured out a few things and came up with the canvas stuff. But do you like traveling much? Mm-hmm. I hate airports. Okay. Absolutely hate airports. Yeah. I like being in different places and seeing stuff, but I'm the kind of guy where as soon as I get out of the airport, I got to go take a shower right away because I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's people coughing. There's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I like to travel. I like to meet new people. Networking is awesome. Yeah. Like meeting you. So yeah. just, uh, it makes the world feel a lot smaller when you're mm-hmm. out there networking and getting to know people. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so how can people get involved how can they help out people listening obviously they can get a flag you know from all your social media and the website uh, stars and stripes company right it's our word it's at yeah at stars and stripes company but you know what this is your pitch like what can you what, what would you like to ask the listeners to do is there anything they can do for you yeah so our social media we're pretty open um shoot us messages on there anytime i mean we're constantly talking to customers and a lot of customers have actually turned into friends so facebook at Stars and Stripes Company, Instagram at Stars and Stripes Company, and our website is actually starsandstripesco.com. Okay. So um, we have our email, all that stuff on there. If you guys want to reach out at any time, feel free. Awesome. Great. And uh, hopefully you'll have your own podcast soon and be sharing people's stories yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Stars and Stripes podcast. That would be awesome. I, d- I don't know if somebody already has that name, but hopefully they don't. There's probably uh, someone right now making someone's, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, somebody's making it. Yeah, just like uh, your website, they're going to try to sell it too. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but no, that would be really cool. Just kind of, you know, just, just the stories that you shared today, there's thousands more. Um, and even if people are going to write letters to you and whatever it is that tell you how much this means to them, you know, that that would be really cool to share that as well. And, I, you know, I think that as a brand, like, that's kind of yeah. what would be awesome to stand for, wouldn't it? Be like, look, this is why we do this. And Absolutely. I'm sure it would keep you going every Absolutely. day. Um, but, no, man, I really appreciate this. This was really cool. Um, thanks to NSU for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this that's is awesome. you know, really Locked cool location uh, in their podcast room. But, um, yeah, I I can't thank you enough for this time. Um, oh, thank you, man. Really. And uh, I have to get you to make a Welsh flag so I can have that We'll one. do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And definitely check out Noah and all his companies. I'll link everything in the, just, just, in the description below. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.
This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston. Mixed by Alan Brown with music by Chad Duro. 